And the winner is you, your team, and your loved ones. How you show up as a leader in one area is how you show up in all areas. Hmm, is that true or false? Welcome to the Power of Investing in People podcast. I am your host, Shay Sparks. I am known as an energetic catalyst and fearless communicator. I am a certified fearless coach and trainer, as well as all the different modalities that I have been trained in from nonviolent communication, mediation, mindset, mindfulness, NLP, leadership, boundaries, fear, and emotional intelligence, and so many more. And the reason I share all of that with you is because at one point I was stuck in the muck and the yuck of my life. And I know that if I can get out of it, then so can you. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about leadership and I'll give you three tips for leadership wins. So leadership winners, we have, oh my gosh, this is the time for the winning, the season of winning. We have award shows. We have Super Bowl, if you just watched that, which I have to admit I watched and my team won. Yay, go Chiefs. And yet I want you to think about how much it takes to get to the Super Bowl. So in reality, even though they didn't win the big game, they still won. And that's one of the tips I'm going to talk about with a leadership win is acknowledgements. How often do you acknowledge yourself for the wins that you've had in life? And I'm not talking about just the big wins, like winning the Super Bowl or winning the Oscar, because those are fantastic wins and should be celebrated as well as those little wins, like doing something new that's out of your comfort zone. That is the thing that we're talking about today. Because how often have you done something out of your comfort zone and then just kept on going and didn't even acknowledge the thing that you just did? And then it didn't seem like a big deal, right? So then you're like, oh, well, I do that kind of stuff all the time, which is great. You do. And what helps anchor that so that you can have that tools and that, that memory already built in for when you go to do that next new step out of your comfort zone is by acknowledging it, is by celebrating it. And one of the things that um, Fearless Living, my mentor and coach and friend, Rhonda Britton, always says that, you know, acknowledgements always start out as today I acknowledge myself for. And whatever step out of your comfort zone is what you acknowledge yourself for. Now, again, that might be, I got up when I didn't want to. That might be, oh, I joined the gym. That might not be that I, you went and ran five miles because let's be honest, if you don't do anything for a long time and then you go run five miles, it's gonna suck for a little bit, right? So you wanna acknowledge yourself for just at least putting on your shoes. Even if you just walked around the, the block, that deserves your celebration. What reminds me, the other side of that coin of acknowledgements. If you're not acknowledging yourself, my next question is how well do you acknowledge your team or your family or loved ones or your spouse? So think about this. Most people, in fact, I'm going to say oftentimes all people, want to feel a sense of belonging. They want to feel like connected. 
They want to feel like they're a part of something bigger than themselves. They want to feel like they've been heard or seen or understood. And how can we do that as leaders? How we can do that is by acknowledging them for the great job that they've done, for the determination that they've they've shown us by sticking with it and completing the project. Or maybe it's the fact that, you know, maybe your loved one has had their head down and so focused on their goal and you noticed that they kept going and that they didn't complain. That needs to be acknowledged, especially if they were a complainer in the past. So anytime that you are seeing someone in your sphere of influence doing something new and out of your comfort zone, acknowledge them. And how you can start is by one, acknowledging yourself. A couple of episodes ago, we talked about how you cannot love from an empty vessel. You have to come from a place of overflow. The same goes in this aspect of acknowledgements. You have to be filled up by acknowledging yourself so that then you are able to acknowledge other people. Which brings me to the second leadership win I want to talk about today, which is ask versus tell. Again, a couple of episodes ago, we talked about what the power of ask looks like. And I just had a, a, a session with a client and he was telling me about him and his ex-wife when they were married at the time. He expected her to do certain things, to act a certain way, to be a certain type of wife. And I said, well, did you tell her or did you ask her? And he said, well, she should know. And yes, I told her, what's the difference? I don't understand the difference between asking and telling. And I said, well, telling is an order. And I work with so many people from the military that orders are used in a direct line of ordering, right? Like you have to get this done and this is when you get it done. And that's great if that works for you. And that's great that that, if that works for your relationship. And if it doesn't, then the question becomes, are you willing to ask? And I gave the example of this. We went to lunch. You're getting ready to go to lunch and you're saying, I'm going to lunch. And if she is a person who needs to feel included, who needs to feel like she belongs or he needs to feel like they belong, then they might need to be invited. So then it's no longer informing and saying and telling, I'm going to lunch. It's an invitation. Will you go to lunch with me? Would you like to go to lunch with me or join me for lunch? And that's a different conversation. Now, yes, it takes a little bit of effort. Yes, relationships are hard. Yes, it isn't always great being the leader. And what if you looked at it from the results that you wanted of, well, this time I want them to be able to make a choice to say yes or no. Now, some people will say, well, they had a choice to say yes or no when I gave them the order, when I told them what to do. And I'm like, sure they did. They did have a choice. And 
sometimes some people don't look at it as a choice because you were telling them, you were giving them a direct order. You are not asking them, inviting them. You are not making them feel belong, belonging, like they were, they were seen, that they were being understood or that they were heard. So you have to start asking yourself those harder questions. And again, it goes back to the last episode about self-love coming from a place of overflow. When you practice asking yourself questions, when you come a place from practicing asking questions rather than telling it, you just create a different dialogue, a different conversation, a more open conversation with your team, a more open conversation with your loved ones. And what does open conversations mean? Well, in a team aspect, well, and in a personal aspect as well. When you're asking questions, that means you value the other person's answer. Let me repeat that. When you ask a person a question, you are valuing the other person's answer. So you just built rapport and trust with that person. And you, you've made them show that they were valuable to you. You acknowledge them without even realizing that you are acknowledging them because you asked them a question. Now, I now hear me say, I'm going to say, ask them a question. And then as they're answering, you're distracted, looking down at your phone, you're looking over here, whatever. That's not being present. That's not the context I'm talking about. Being present in the conversation and listening to their answer, not to respond, but listening to the answer so you understand what they're saying. You understand where they're coming from. You understand that they might need something different. It also goes back to another client of mine. She was upset that her husband never loaded the dishwasher. And I said, well, did you ask him to load the dishwasher? And she said, why would I ask him to load the dishwasher? He lives here too. I said, I get that. And that, that you're absolutely right. He does live there too. And maybe in his former life before he married you, he never learned how to load the dishwasher. That wasn't his, his uh, chore to do. So he never considered helping because he doesn't, may, he might not even know to ask. Like, how do I do this? Is there a certain way to do this? I don't know about you, but I have some friends where I've been at their house and I've helped them load the dishwasher. And mm, I mean, my heart was in the good spot. My intention was in a good spot. And their heart is too, but they had to redo everything in the dishwasher because there's a right way to do it. And I will say, okay, that is their house. That is their rules. I had to learn in my own relationships that I let go of having a right way and a wrong way to load the dishwasher. The fact that it was done is all that matters. Now, is there a problem if the dishes don't get washed completely? Yes, there is. And yes, you can deal with that then. But allow, let some leniency, let some control to let go in the how the dishwasher is loaded. So back to my client. I asked her, I'm like, have you asked him to load the dishwasher or have you been telling him? 
it, she didn't understand how she just wasn't telling him. She was ordering him and nagging him and doing it in a way that was sarcastic, which is also passive aggressive sometimes. And that's how it was coming across. So the more sarcastic she was about it, the more irritated he was. Because he was like, why don't you just tell me what you want? Why don't you just ask for what you need? And she's like, why don't you just do it? So if you were a good husband, you would be doing it. You know, things like that. People say things they don't even realize they're saying. And that's why I really dived into learning more about communication to really understand that we, how much that whole saying is say what you mean and mean what we say, because there's so many times that we are saying things that we don't actually mean. So that is why the ask versus the tell is really valuable. And the last uh, tip, leadership tip for this episode is three of my favorite things to really think about as a leader, as a team, is how do you want to show up as a leader? So just a little bit ago, we talked about asking yourself questions. That is one of my favorite questions to ask is how do you want to show up as a leader? Three things that I like to do as a leader is I like to honor, serve, and challenge. And what does that look like? Well, first of all, I want to honor me first, and then I can honor you. If I honor you first, again, it goes back to the, I am trying to pour from an empty vessel rather than coming from a place of overflow. If I'm honoring me, my energy, my feelings, my time, I have boundaries, then I have space that I can honor you. Serve. Serving is one of those things that I was taught my entire life, serve others first. And I completely wholeheartedly still stand behind that. When you have honored yourself first, then you have space to serve others. And then once you can serve others, then you can serve yourself. But if you're coming from that place of empty vessel and you go to serve others, there is nothing left to serve yourself. So first is honor yourself, then you can serve others. And then the last is challenge. Oftentimes we are asking our team members and maybe even our loved ones to do something that is completely out of their comfort zone. And yet we expect them, we intend them to do it. And the question is, how often are you challenging yourself to step out of your comfort zone? Now, that doesn't mean go skydiving or go pet a tarantula. I mean, if that's what you want to do, that's your thing, and that's out of your comfort zone, okay, great, do that. I mean, just doing something different, like taking a different ride to different drive to work, or brushing your teeth with the other hand, or putting your seatbelt on with the other with the other hand that you normally do, or, you know, brush your hair or comb your hair or something like that, part it a different way. Little things like that literally add up in your brain. And that means you're challenging yourself to do something out of your comfort zone so that you can then share your experience when you ask your team member or your loved one to step out of their comfort zone. 
because you have the experience. So I hope this has been helpful today on leadership wins because oftentimes we're not thinking about how we can be a better leader or how we can win as a leader. But I come from the standpoint of let's make it a win-win. How can I make my team win and how can I win? How can my loved ones win? How can I win? And when I come from a place of overflow, then everyone receives value. So I hope this added some value to you as well. I would love to hear what your big takeaway is from it. You can go over to shaysparkspodcast.com and leave me a message and even me a voicemail. And believe me, I will read it on air. And not only read it on air, I might even play it if you put a voicemail. Now, let me tell you, I have a, a, a great, amazing review coming up next week that I'm going to read on air by one of my amazing listeners uh, who just shared their heart with me. And I'm going to read what they wrote because it was so profound. I had no idea anything like that was happening in their world. And yet my words impacted them. So just know if you're listening out there that your words are impacting others too. So how are you using them? Are you using them to empower others or disempower? Okay, guys, this is the end of today. And until next time, let's get fired up. 